Hi, my name is Mary Bart, and I am Chair of Caregiving Matters. We wish to thank the New Horizons for Seniors program for funding this podcast today that is looking at how older adults can use the Internet to stay socially engaged and decrease their risks of elder abuses. Our guest expert is Leslie Raymond, who is a social worker and a detective sergeant with the Ontario Provincial Police. Leslie joins our project to share some of her thoughts and insights into this important topic. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you very much, Mary. Well, thank you for joining our project. I do have a few questions for you, so let's get going. My first one is, what are the benefits of older people staying socially engaged? Well, I think particularly for elder adults, uh, those who have found themselves to be victimized um, in a variety of different ways tend to be those who have been socially isolated and vulnerable. So it's very beneficial for older people to stay socially engaged both both in person and on the internet because it makes them less vulnerable to those types of people who would prey on them. Well that's very interesting and my next question is similar but why is isolation bad? Yes and my answer would be um, obviously very similar to what I just said, but the isolation um, puts these older adults at risk of being abused because they may, um, if they are isolated, they may fall prey to, in particular, the scams and the tricks that these fraudsters use, the ones that prey upon, as I said earlier, the vulnerable. So if they are isolated, they may not have those social supports that they may otherwise go to. And as I said, they it puts them at further risk uh, because they are isolated. They may be, feel lonely and these scammers and the fraudsters know that. So they would come across as a friendly, supportive person to the older adult and the older adult may not see that these people are actually trying to scam them and trying to get in their good graces so that they can abuse them in one way or the other. So it's really important that seniors are not isolated and do stay connected. Well, that's very interesting. And that leads to my next question is, what are the different types of elder abuses? So there are several types of elder abuse. The first one would be physical abuse. The next one would be neglect, and that can be active neglect where the caregiver is purposely neglecting the adult or more of a passive neglect where they're just not aware of perhaps all the needs of the seniors or they aren't able to provide for the senior. So there's no intent. And then the next one would be financial abuse where the person is stealing their property or their money or they're abusing their power of attorney or we all, we've all heard about those fraudsters and scammers who come up with a variety of different uh, scams to extort money from the senior. And there's also psychological abuse where 
the individual may treat the older adult like a child. Perhaps they might demean them, belittle them, just talk to them in a way that is less than respectful, humiliate them, verbal abuse. All that encompasses psychological abuse. And sadly, uh, the fifth form is sexual abuse. Thankfully, we don't see this very often, but our elders uh, have been sexually abused. And my next question is, what should someone do if they suspect elder abuse? So if someone knows or suspects that someone is being abused, there are a number of different things that they could do. Depending on the relationship with the senior, they could talk to the senior themselves uh, about their concerns. They could obviously call the police, and that could mean calling the police directly and identifying themselves, um, or they could call Crime Stoppers where they could remain anonymous. They could also I mean, I would encourage if the person is close to the senior to have the senior call the police themselves or help the senior do that. They could also contact victim services in the event that they felt the senior was being abused. Really important to have a chat with that senior, I think, because it's ideal if we have the senior on board. It's much better if the senior reports themselves or if that person helps the senior report because then they're not doing it kind of behind the senior's back and you've got the cooperation of, of the older person. If the person feels the situation is dire and the, the elder person is at immediate risk, then call 911. And those are all important tips, and it really means that if someone suspects abuse, to have the courage to act and to do the right thing, and that there are agencies and the police that can investigate, but really take some action and be an advocate for this senior, I'm assuming. Exactly, exactly. And I think historically, as with a lot of forms of abuse, people either are afraid to report, they don't know who to call, they don't know how to have that conversation with the senior, but it's really important that they don't do nothing. Something needs to be done, otherwise the abuse will continue. We want the abuse to stop. I mean, if there is a criminal offense taking place, yes, charges could be laid. However, ultimately, everyone wants just the abuse to stop, including the senior. And so my next question leads more to discussing the Internet. Do you think that the Internet can play a role in keeping older adults more socially connected and engaged? I do. And obviously that comes back to our first uh, couple of questions, particularly for those older people who don't have access to vehicles, perhaps don't have a great social support or social network. The internet can certainly be a vehicle to help seniors become more engaged. However, as we all know, the internet as well has been used as a way to scam seniors. So they do have to be careful when they're on the internet. And that's a good point because there are some social media sites where they might be able to easily connect with family and friends or grandchildren 
and have those visuals of seeing their grandchildren that are at a long distance perhaps, but also they need to be aware that not everything on the internet is family friendly and there are nasty people that can come to their door, that can come over the telephone and over the internet. So thank you for that important point. No problem. And my last question is, can you recommend or suggest a couple of websites where people can go after this podcast to learn more about elder abuses? Yes, there is uh, Elder Abuse Ontario, and there is also the Advocacy Centre for the Elderly. It is a really good resource as well. They offer both legal advice and support at no charge. And they're in Toronto, correct? They are. But they would help people outside of the Toronto area? Yep, they help anybody in Ontario. Okay. And they, uh, it's, it's a bunch of lawyers. And that website is www.advocacycenterelderly.org. And center is spelt C-E-N-T-R-E. And they provide, as I said, legal advice, um, and they have a staff of lawyers at, on hand to provide legal advice to seniors. And the other website I was talking about is Elder Abuse Ontario, and that website is www.elderabuseontario.com. They also run what's called the Senior Safety Line, which is a toll-free number where or anybody, including seniors, can call in if they have any information needs or want to ask some questions, they can call this number. And that number is 1-866-299-1011. And also that uh, Elder Abuse Ontario site has information about various elder abuse networks across the province because there are, there are various elder abuse networks or committees in operation across the province who are made up of professionals, interested people, senior members themselves who come together on a regular basis to try and tackle this issue of elder abuse. Those would be a good resource as well. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing those sites and those telephone numbers. Well, Leslie, you have answered my questions, and so I thank you for joining our project. I hope people listen to this podcast and learn from you and from your wisdom and to further learn about preventing elder abuses and watching out for our seniors and getting into action if action is required. So thank you so much for joining our project. Anytime. As always, it's been my pleasure, Mary. Thank you so much. Follow our project. Please go to www.caregivingmatters.ca. Thank you.